I've confronted hundreds of men over two decades. I have been in television for 24 years. I just came to get something to eat. And I have very seldom been at a loss for words. I just came to get something to eat. Men online looking for children to sexually assault. What's the motive here? It's, Explain it to me. I don't no, understand. you're right. No, you're right. It's stupid. It's, it's not. It's an illegal no. thing. Yeah, I know. I did a stupid thing. Men from all walks of life. A doctor. A teacher. A clergyman. You sent pornographic pictures through the mail. Okay, that's a federal offense right there. You know I'm in trouble. And I know it. I tried to get into their heads and understand why. Who's who we have tonight? Uh, I, I want to know who you are. I want to know a little bit more about you first. Can I eat first? Sure, go ahead. Let's see if any of this sounds familiar while you enjoy your pizza. And ultimately, make sure they face justice. You ask her if she's a virgin. I ask everybody all kinds of stuff. It's just talk. You ask her if she's horny. What's wrong with that? You ask if she does anal. It's a question. Who are they? Have they tried to prey on other children? And where are they now? These are the predators I've caught. I'm Chris Hansen. I'm not sure exactly why this particular predator in this episode didn't stand out to me earlier in the process. I think it might be because in Herndon, Virginia, outside Washington, D.C., there were so many dangerous predators who showed up. So many shocking cases. The rabbi, the naked guy, and this was only our second investigation, but... Maybe that's why the case of Joe Wonderler didn't immediately jump out to me as one of the predators I've caught who should definitely be profiled in an episode on this podcast. But Wonderler is so over the top in his chat, the graphic nature the potential damage he could have done to a 14-year-old girl, that it has to be examined and examined closely. And I've spent the last couple of weeks really digging deep into the case of Joe Wonderler. And if you don't remember, he was the guy who was a sergeant in the Army. Fort Belvoir. He was in the Intelligence and Security Command. Active Army Sergeant. When he started to chat online with a perverted justice decoy posing as a 14-year-old girl named Erin. Screen named Sweet Erin 78. Wonderler's screen name was Virginia Mail 69-2005. And remember, Herndon, Virginia, Fairfax County, minutes from the nation's capital, was not only only our second investigation, but it was the last one we did not initially collaborating with law enforcement, at least during the investigation. Now, military police, the FBI, and the Fairfax County Police actively investigated these cases after our sting and made multiple successful prosecutions, all doing great work. And you got to give them credit because it's not easy always to take the work of a television program, an investigative program, as good as I think this work was and as good a job as perverted justice decoys did 
as decoys. It's not always an easy sell. Now, they did it willingly. The FBI, in the case of the rabbi, David Kay, Fairfax County Police, in the majority of the cases, and the U.S. Attorney's Office and the Army investigators, in this case, the case of Joe Wunderler. Now, I'm going to get to this in a little bit, but Wunderler had a deep, dark history of inappropriate sexual behavior. He admitted, and you'll hear this in a minute as well, to me during the interview that he had fetishes and fantasies for which he was getting help from a therapist, a psychiatrist. Clearly at the point of our meeting in the late summer of 2005, he had not gotten sufficient help. The setting in Herndon was a home in a beautiful upper middle class neighborhood. The home was owned by an FBI agent, friend of mine, who had retired. And I figured it would be a good location for a number of reasons. The first investigation, as you know, was in Bethpage, Long Island, outside of New York City. I figured it'd be interesting to see who may show up outside of the nation's capital. And we were shocked. The FBI agent, retired FBI agent, let us use the house. And and it was a good fit because, you know, he was familiar with law enforcement. He knew what he was getting into. And we felt safe using that location. Again, no police, no law enforcement involved here in the beginning. Ronnie Knight was there doing security. Perverted justice decoys were upstairs. We were set up in the kitchen, as always. And Wanderler's chat, as I mentioned before, was particularly graphic. And he jumps right in talking about sex. He knows from the get-go this girl is 14. The decoy is posted at 14-year-old. So let me take you inside this chat for a second. Virginia Mail 69-2005 makes the first approach. Sweet Aaron 78 says hi. Asks his ASL age sex location. 28 male, Northern Virginia. And then he says, I'm guessing my age bothers you. She says, not if you're nice. I'm 14, female, Herndon. He says, cool. So how you doing? You still there? Good. Yes, I'm here. Okay, I thought maybe after you read my message I posted in the room, you would not talk to me anymore. Oh, I didn't see it. What'd you say? This. 28 male Northern Virginia with 8 slash quotation mark shaved pierce cock looking to get sucked. Maybe slide into a nice wet pussy. Personal message me if interested. So that's his opening line in this chat room, right? That's how he's going to get started. I assume he's thinking that, well, anybody who wants to chat with me knows what they're getting into. But not in this case. He happened into a person who said she was 14. He says, so you are not out with friends tonight? No. Neither am I. Just hanging out tonight. Wish I could be doing something, but oh well, he says. She says, yeah, yeah. So would you mind if I asked your measurements? Okay, now he knows she's 14. She says, I don't know what they are. How about your bra size? 34B, she says. Nice. Shaven? Yeah, I shave my legs, she says. Do you shave anything else? That's about six minutes in. No, she says. Nice, so you don't have a lot of hair there. No, nice, if you don't mind me saying. Would love to see. Why you want to see that? Because you look like you have an awesome body. There is just something about a teen body, he says. Okay. I don't know. I don't think I'm that great, she says. Oh, I think you look great, he says. Thanks, you're nice. 
but I guess I will never know. You are welcome, he says. So, are you a thong kind of girl? She's 14. Again, now about eight minutes into the conversation. My mom won't let me have him. That sucks, he says. Bet you would look awesome in one. So what are you wearing now, he wants to know. Jeans and a shirt? Nice. Do you have a cam? No. I am thinking, I bet you have some nice small pink nipples, he says. You wrong, she says. I am? Yeah, they're brown. Thick or thin pussy lips? Now, who says this? And again, I'm sure there's an excuse down the road about he was just role-playing or it was just talk. In fact, that's what he says to me face-to-face. Although he admits, and you'll hear this, that this is wrong. It's inappropriate. And he's got problems. I don't know, she says. Normal, I guess. Nice. Would love to lick them. You're cute. I see your pic in your profile, she says. Thank you, he says. So would you wear thongs if you had them? Yeah. Nice. So would you like to walk around naked when you are home alone? Mm, LOL, no. Well, if I could, I would love to see you in a thong. I don't know. I might be embarrassed. No reason to be. So do you like to wear anything skimpy? Yeah, I got some short skirts. Nice. How short? Um, short. LOL, I don't know. Some are mini skirts, she says. Like, how close to your ass do they come? Close, she says. So when you are sitting, can you get a clear view of them? This guy. I mean, I've read a lot of really disturbing transcripts. This is right up in the top five. More about this predator I've caught in a moment. Virtually everybody in my extended family is now eating two or three times a week via HelloFresh. And if you haven't figured this out yet, HelloFresh is a service where you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. No trips to the grocery store. And you can count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. Now, my 30-year-old son gets these at his place in Brooklyn, and it's taught him how to cook and eat in a healthy way. You can choose from more than 55 weekly options featuring pre-portioned, high-quality ingredients picked at peak ripeness. HelloFresh delivers fresh, quality produce from the farm to your door in less than a week, so you can savor summer flavors right from home. There is no waste. They send you exactly what you need to cook. If I can do it, you can do it. It's really good food. And as I said, the vast majority of my family is eating it right now. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Hanson16 and use code Hanson16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's right. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Hanson16 and use code Hanson16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Now, she says that she's watching one of the neighborhood kids babysitting while this chat is going on. He's undeterred. So have you ever done anything sexual with a guy or girl? Yeah, I did a BJ before. Mmm, he says. Did you let him come in your mouth? Yeah. Did you like swallowing cum? It was kind of gross. Like salt, she says. Now this is the decoy, you know, playing the role of a 14-year-old girl who is obviously sexually active. And he seizes upon that. That doesn't make it okay. It's illegal. But he continues. So have you ever done anything with another female? No. So would you ever shave your pussy? Maybe if my boyfriend wanted. Oh, you have a boyfriend? No, I was just saying. What if he wanted to do it for you? That cool if he don't cut me. Ouch. He gives her 
at this point, his name, Joe, and says, So if I was there, what else would you want to do? I don't know. We could kiss and stuff. Would you let me lick you? Yeah, I'd done that before. It felt good. G-U-D. Would you want to feel me inside you? Yeah, but I don't want to get a baby. You wear a condom? I would, he says. You be nice and not hurt me? I will be gentle, he says. Cool. But where would we go to do all this? You could come to my house when my mom leave for a trip. When is that? She gives the dates in August. Okay, how long has she gone for? Like three days, and you are home alone? He's getting excited now, as if he wasn't before. Then he gives the girl his phone number and confirms after the conversation on the phone, so you would seriously have sex with an older man? Yeah, if you're nice. I like you, so yeah, I would do it. Cool, all right. Go and do what you have to do so you don't get into trouble. Call me if you want. I can't call if she's here. I'll try to call you sometime, though, okay? He says, yeah, I work tomorrow till 6, but be home about 6.30. Now, he's working, by the way, at the Army base I mentioned before. That's not too far away. All right. Then there's more, Chad, a day later. He's looking for her. Are you serious about what we chatted about last night? Yeah. So where are you again? Herndon, okay. You're not that far then. Where are you at? She asks. Alexandria. So what are you wearing? My shorts and tank. Anything underneath? Yeah, panties. Herndon's about 40 minutes away from me. I bet you wish those panties were thong panties. And again, this grooming is taking place that we see between predators and children. He asks, What size panties do you wear? He he, medium. Okay, I will have to remember that. Would you rather a thong or a G-string? I don't know. What do you like better? G-string. But then again, crotchless panties are always nice too. Of course, you know, what 14-year-old doesn't want crotchless panties? Talk about color, blue, pink, purple. Take another break in the conversation. Then the conversation turns to household pets. He asks if she has any. I got a cat, she says. So you have no dog? Remember this, the dog talk, because it becomes significant and rather disgusting as this chat gets worse. He says he's got a dog. She says, my neighbor dog comes over sometimes. He's always digging under the fence. He asks, what kind of dog? I don't know, really. Kind of tan looking. I think maybe a lab. Nice. So what are some of the things that you would like to try with a guy? He asks, I don't know. I've done stuff before, just not sex. What have you done? I gave a BJ. I remember you telling me that. Now, maybe he's chatting with a lot of other people. And maybe those are just chats that he's never acted upon. But I would doubt that based upon the level of graphic language used here. So you like giving the BJ, not just having him come in your mouth, right? Yeah. Mm, nice. Ever been eaten out yet? Yeah. How'd you like it? Felt good. Now, he's been over this ground before. He asks specifically now if she had an orgasm. Yeah, cool. So besides taking a cock in your pussy, would you try taking it anywhere else? Like where? Would you ever try anal, he asks? Mm, I don't know, maybe. That sounds like it hurt. Not if done right, he says. You have to be slow and gentle with that. Again, a 14-year-old girl. And he's coaxing her into new sex acts. And it gets more graphic, and I want to warn you. You know, I always try to share with you all the graphic nature of what these guys say because I think it's important to know what a predator is capable of. But at the same time, you know, there is a fine line here. He asks if she's ever had oral sex with another woman or 
she's tasted somehow her own private parts. No, is the answer. Now he's really committed. I wish I could come see you sooner and not have to wait, you know. And it's just a day. Yeah, but if I get in trouble now, I can't stay alone when she goes. I understand. My only concern is neighbors, he says. I mean, what are they going to think when they see an older guy parking in front of your house and walking in? They don't watch me. But with a car parked outside when they know your mom is not home. So you could be my cousin or something. Yeah, I guess. That could be done. And then he says, I'm just curious because nowadays you have to be careful. You know, cops pulling stings and all that shit. Now, he doesn't reference our investigations, but police at the time and now do these undercover stings, obviously. And around this time, they were starting to get a lot of attention. We had only done the previous to catch a predator. And while it did get a lot of attention when it aired, he did not know it was us. I'm just worried you might get nervous and back out at the last minute, you know. He keeps saying stuff like this. He wants to make sure she's committed. So you're really wanting to be with an older guy. Yeah, you're nice to me and stuff. The next day. Now it's really getting creepy. But while I'm there, when you have to pee, I would like to go with you to the bathroom. Just to watch. Try something fun with you. Okay, that's cool, she says. Would you let me stick my cock in between your legs when you peed? But I would pee on you. You want that? Yes. Is this freaking you out, he asks. I just didn't know you like that. Something I want to try, that is all. He wants to make sure she's okay with that. The next day, did I say something wrong last night? You kind of ran off on me. Me? No, my mom just told me to get off. And she was coming. I bet you were coming right now. Question mark. Coming equals coming. Oh, I get it. Very clever. I ain't either. But I wish you were, though. I guess. Now he starts talking about the neighbor's dog who occasionally comes over to the house. Introducing the idea, as you'll see, of the dog actually being part of the sexual liaison. That's right. He wants the dog to be a part of the sex act. If what you've heard shocks you so far, join us back in a moment. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. You know, I'm often asked how I and my team deal with the very dark subject matter we sometimes report about. And the answer is very simple. Many of us employ the services of BetterHelp with great success. Let me give you an example. How well would you take care of your car if you had to keep the same one your entire life? That's how our brains work. So why don't we treat them that way? How we care for our minds affects how we experience life. So it's important to invest time and care into keeping them healthy. You need to talk about issues that are affecting you. There are plenty of ways to support a healthy brain, like learning a new language or taking power naps. Just taking a break from life in general. There's also BetterHelp Online Therapy. BetterHelp works so well because it's tailored to your needs. Not everybody is the same, obviously. Everybody's got different issues and problems that need to be addressed. And you can reach out to BetterHelp and find what you need to be healthy. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat-only therapy sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can be matched with a therapist in less than 48 hours. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com Hansen. That's BetterHelp.com Hansen. There's other toilet talk about how he's going to urinate at the same time. Like that's going to turn on a 14-year-old. Have you thought about any other places in the house you would like to have fun? Any room is cool with me, even mom's room. I don't get why that turns people on. Okay, but after I fill you, 
I will slide my cock in. So I'm curious, he says, have you ever let your dog friend into the house? He comes in sometimes. Hmm, okay. We give him leftovers. Cool, hopefully he comes to visit when I'm there. Why, you like dogs? Yeah. I have a black lab, he says. Cool, I like dogs, she says. So what kind of dog is he? I think he's a lab. Male dog? So would you have a problem if he was there while we were having fun? Oh, he's introducing the idea of this dog taking part in the sex. We will probably have to be careful, though. He may try to get a taste, if you know what I mean. What if he did sneak a lick in and you liked how it felt? I don't know. That would be weird, she says. Yeah. Could feel real good, too, though, right? Maybe. If he did, would you let him continue while being watched? So now what he's trying to set up is the dog having sex with the girl while he watched and then him having sex with the girl afterwards. Essentially using the dog's semen as lubricant when he has sex with the girl. I know, I, I, I haven't seen anything quite like it before or since. More talk about the dog. Well, he says, I have been interested about it for years. I've seen tons of vids and pics, but I've never actually seen it. Oh, she says, I've never seen it before either. And honestly, I would love for us to do that together. What a giving guy. But if you don't, that's okay. I understand. I think it's weird, but you said it's cool. Yeah, it's real fun, he says. Feels really good and will give you an awesome orgasm. So there's more talk about the dog. More talk about sex. More talk about him being excited about coming over. He says he's a contractor. You know, he's a sergeant. What do I want to see you do with the dog? He confirms. Yeah, she says. I would like to see you get licked by him, and if he gets hard, stroke him, and if he tries to, let him inside you. This is what he says. Very specific about the dog sex. I don't know about having sex with a dog. It, it's, it'd be scary. It's just, it's twisted. It's disgusting. It's illegal. Trust me, you will love getting licked by him. And I will help you if you want to try letting him inside you. Where does this come from? That right there I promise you will love will give you such a huge orgasm. Now, how does he know this? He doesn't explain it to me. If you do try having sex with him, and don't worry, you can't get pregnant from it. After he comes in you, I want to slide myself into your pussy filled with his cum. And it gets more specific than that. I'm going to spare you the rest of the details. But he does show up. And he walks into the house. Dell, from Perverted Justice, greets him, invites him in, and then she walks away. I'm in the next room with Ron Knight, watching all this on the monitor. And... He starts searching around. And what does he say? He whispers, almost mouthing, where's the dog? This is what he wants to know right before I walk out. Take a listen. I got a a skirt I'm going to put on. Can you stay at the counter for a second? Thanks. Not much, he says. And, and Joe has this weird breathing thing going on. He's got kind of a tick. And I say to him, you look kind of nervous. What are you here for? Just kind of talking. Kind of talking. That's it. What's that? I'm just getting a little nervous. Yeah, I am. Why are you so nervous? I just get nervous. I just come to five, five minutes, that's all. 
Talk to who? I was going to talk to Aaron. Aaron, yes. And why were you going to talk to Aaron? Just talk, that's all. Nothing more. How old is Aaron? She didn't talk. He says that the girl didn't say how old she was, and I call him out on that. He admits he knew she was 14. Try again. I saw I saw 14, but she, I mean, I didn't know. I'll try one more time. Oh, I just keep your hands out of your pockets for now, okay? She says, how about you date a 12-year-old girl? I really like her, and her parents don't want a gun or a pitchfork. I never read that. Now, this is the part where I get a little off track in the interview with Joe. Remember, this is only our second to catch a predator investigation. And while I knew a fair amount about Joe Wonderler before he walked in, I walked out with the wrong transcript. So I had the transcript of another predator who was talking to a decoy posing as a 12-year-old girl. Now, Joe starts to think maybe he's going to get off the hook here because he didn't say some of the things that I was reading back to him initially. Fortunately, I too figured this out. And more important, so did Dell from Perverted Justice, who quickly came out and gave me the proper transcript so I could more accurately and aggressively interrogate Joe Wunderler. I bet. So you thought it was okay to come here to see a 14-year-old girl why? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. Can you talk about hair in personal places? Mm-hmm. Then you say, and there was just something... Watch your hand. I want to see your hands. Exactly. And you say there was just something about a teen body. Now, Joe is twitchy, moving his hands around. So I continually ask him to keep his hands on the counter. And he's doing the breathing thing. Now, he knows he's caught. And for a second, he leads me to believe that he may have figured out that this is to catch a predator. And you'll hear in a minute that he offers to help. He just thinks he's caught in a sting operation and that I'm a cop. And he wants to somehow cooperate in future investigations. He's already trying to work his way out of trouble. I know what you guys are doing, and I I understand, and I see where you guys are coming from. Sounds like what you're saying is, okay, 14-year-old girl, it's okay to have sex with me. In fact, I've done it before. I was just talking. That was it. Would you ever try anal? Ouch, that sounded like it could hurt. Not have done right. You have to be very gentle with that. I'm I'm a lonely guy. What can I say? I'm a lonely guy, he says. Well, if that's what you want to do with a woman, I can see why. Then you say, so are you a thong kind of girl? My mom won't let me have it. That sucks. Bet you would look awesome in it. I know what was in there, and I was talking. I mean, we were talking. That was it. I wasn't planning on doing nothing. I was just talking. It was just conversation. A lot of talk here. How do you think a 14-year-old girl's parent would feel about that? Infuriated. Well, I would if I was a parent. Yet you did it. I was just talking. I wasn't going to do nothing. I was just talking. I wasn't going to actually do anything. Yeah, I know. But what's in here is sex act after sex act after sex act. Talk of sex with multiple people. Talk of stuff that's way out there. Quite frankly, it's all. Just talk. That was all. People do it all the time online. I know, but there's a difference between doing it online and showing up at a house. People do it all the time online. Well, that's true, perhaps. But when you show up at a home where you think a 14-year-old girl is, that's a whole different case. I know what you guys are doing. I see it all the time. And I and I think it's fair what you guys are doing. I really do I think it's fair what you guys are doing. So he understands why these sting operations take place. And now he's going to ask to cooperate. I will do anything. I will do anything to help you guys out with stuff like this. I was wrong for doing what I did. I know that. I will do anything to help you guys out. Well, what should happen to you? 
Honestly, I'd like to be able to get, be given a chance to help you guys out any way I can. What can you do to help us out? Anything that you suggest. He tells me that he understands he's got issues, fetishes, and says that he's seeing a psychiatrist. I don't know if this is somebody on his military base or somebody in private practice, but he claims he's getting help. He knows he's got a problem. You talk about sex acts with a dog. It's one of the reasons why I'm trying to get help because I've gotten into fetishes that I, that I know aren't right, and I'm trying to cut all of them. I really am. I have a psychiatrist I'm seeing now. It was just talk, that's all. There's a lot of talk here. I mean, how can you talk this way to a 14-year-old girl? That's why I'm getting help. I have a problem. I guess you're going to tell me next that this is the very first time you've done something like this. Actually, it is. I'm serious. How do you expect me to believe that? You know, I hear that all the time. And then I tell him who I am, not the police. And the cameras come out. Well, I'm not a policeman. I'm Chris Hansen of Dateline NBC. We're doing a story on computer records. I'm free to leave right now. If there's anything else you want to say, we're happy to hear it. But if you care to leave, you're welcome to leave. So Joe leaves. Remember, there are no police officers or sheriffs or federal agents outside. He just goes on his way. It wasn't until the next investigation in Riverside County, California, that we collaborated with the sheriffs there and have ever since, as you know. So Joe leaves. We start to put together our story. And there is so much more that has happened since then. But the information gets turned over to the Fairfax County Police Department. We turn it over. And perverted justice turns over transcripts. And then the Wonderler case is referred to the Army. And there's an investigation. And ultimately, in that case, prosecuted by the federal government and the military, Wonderler pleads guilty. And this was a big deal. Still is, but it was a big deal at the time because it was the first time, to our knowledge, that a military, an active military guy had surfaced in one of our investigations. And the Justice Department actually put out a press release about this case in April of 2006. Sergeant Joseph J. Wonderler, age 29 at the time, Fort Belvoir, Virginia, pleaded guilty today to one count criminal information charging him with attempted enticement to engage in sexual conduct with a minor in violation of federal law. According to court documents, between July 29th, 2005 and August 19th, 2005, Wonderler engaged in numerous sexually oriented chat sessions on the Internet with a person he believed to be a 14-year-old girl. On August 19th, Wonderling drove to a residence in Herndon, Virginia, where he arranged to meet the girl for a sexual encounter. At the residence, Wonderler was met by a reporter for the television program Dateline NBC, that was me, who recorded an interview with the sergeant. The interview appeared on national television on November 4th, 2005. In announcing the plea, U.S. Attorney Chuck Rosenberg stated, parents and guardians need to know, and this is yet another reminder, that dangerous predators prowl on the internet and prey on our children. We will continue to work closely with our federal, state, and local law enforcement partners in the region to safeguard our children from dangerous internet predators. Well, the internet has only gotten more dangerous. But what about Joe Wonderler? What has he been up to since he did his time? He got a sentence of uh, five years. And I believe he got out in less time because of good behavior. And I don't know how much or if he received counseling therapy. One would have to believe that he had to get some because he is a registered sex offender. 
and will be for the rest of his life. Wonderler ultimately meets a woman named Jessica, and she owns a company, Garage Door Company, and he actually goes to work with her. They get married, finally in 2020. She was 37 at the time, and he was 43, I believe. Now, there's no way of knowing how much he actually shared with her, what she knew, and maybe because of the sentence he served, maybe because of the therapy he got, we can only hope, maybe he turned his life around. There was no indication, by the way, that he's attempted this online or tried to meet up with another child. He's married and he works at this company. It is weird that he took on, at least on the corporate website, the last name of his wife. But I can understand why he'd do it if, you know, you're caught in a sex sting, talking about having sex with dogs and a 14-year-old girl, talking about your pierced genitalia. You might want to change your last name. He didn't do it legally in, in, the, in the registered sex offender posting it's still. Joe Wendler. Along the way, there were some videos posted by his wife on YouTube, social media. One, ironically, is Joe disciplining their dog. Appears to be a French bulldog. I watched the video. Lay down. No, lay down. You're in timeout right now. You need to lay down, young man. No, lay down. You need to lay down. You're in timeout. It's what you get for talking back. It's not up for discussion. Lay down. No. And apparently they had a pet hedgehog. And there's a video of that. Hey, precious girl. Can you make her bubble up? I'm trying to. Here, here we go. There she goes. Look at her. Now, uh, Joe has gotten a lot of attention in the TCAP world because of this graphic, horrific, disgusting chat of his. Joey TCAP has done some stories on him. Skip Tracer recently did a story about Wonderler getting a new house, which was apparently purchased in a way that allows it not to be in his name for whatever reason. And when Skip Tracer, who's got his own YouTube channel, posted this story he put together, he was contacted by a woman who was once involved, married to Joe's stepfather. And Skip Tracer reached out to me, and I reached out to the woman, who is now a a therapist, a doctor. And I had a conversation, which I'm still kind of coming to terms with. You know, we always wonder what makes these guys tick. What happened in their childhood that made them, as an adult, prey upon children? And in this, especially this most graphic, disturbing way... And I always say these guys break down into roughly three categories. The hardcore predator, the middle-of-the-road guy who wouldn't be doing this without the internet, and the younger guy who's inept and socially awkward and more of a Romeo-Juliet situation. No less dangerous at the time, but more treatable. And the middle category is sometimes treatable. The hardcore heavy hitter most likely is not, in my opinion. And I'm not a therapist, obviously. So where does Joe fall? Well, I reviewed some court documents. And there were some incidents that were sealed. Now, the documents that I saw came from a custody battle involving the daughter of his stepfather. And there was testimony in there about inappropriate conduct between Joe at the age of 10 and this 
much younger female step relative. And it was inappropriate. It involved nudity and touching. But in the judge's opinion, it did not constitute a juvenile crime. It was something that could be dealt with in the household. Yet it did come up in this custody battle and was not dismissed. So was this something, was this an issue that this particular predator had been dealing with since childhood? I think all of this would make a fascinating discussion with somebody like Joe Wonderler if Joe would sit down with me and talk about it. Now, I can understand why he'd be hesitant. He hasn't been in trouble since. He got married. He works for a successful company. His wife sadly passed away a year after they got married. And I looked at some obituaries to confirm that Joe Wonderler is the surviving spouse. But not a lot else is out there. But I would like to talk to Joe about all of this. Because I think when people speak out about situations like this, as much as it has to be difficult, it could help somebody else out who's struggling with these very same demons, no matter the source of the demons. And we know that this continues and is going on at this very moment while we're recording this podcast. So as always, I reach out to Joe twice. And I recorded those attempted conversations. Joe is not pleased to hear from me. Thank you so much for calling service and sales. All calls are recorded for quality. Please hold. One of us will be with you very shortly. Hello? Yes, is Joe there, please? Speaking. Hey, Joe, it's Chris Hansen. How are you today? Okay. Joe, I do a follow-up series of podcasts. Thank you so much for calling service and sales. Please hold. One of us will be with you very shortly. I have nothing to say to you. Stop calling me. All right. I just want to... Joe, if you hear this, I'd still like to talk to you. Even though I think you've made it pretty clear that at least now you are unwilling. As always... I like to hear from you. And each week, as you know, we share a question from one of you. This week's question comes from Danny in Pompano Beach, Florida. Although it is going to sound to you like it's coming from actor Morgan Freeman. Hey, Chris. My name is Danny down in Pompano Beach, Florida. I guess you could say I've lived in a box and hadn't heard of your show until a few months ago. Since then, I have watched every episode I could find online and am caught up on your podcasts. I think one of the most interesting things about your show is the updates you give on these predators today. Which brings me to my question. How do you normally contact these past predators? Do you call them? Email them? What do you actually say to them? What are some of the reactions you've gotten? Do any of them seem angry at you? Thankful for checking? What's it like? I need to know. P.S. This isn't my real voice. I'm going to be ordering lots of your cameos for the holidays this year. I've been working on some Predator impressions too. Congratulations again on your hard work. I'm really looking forward to your future podcasts and investigations coming out soon. Keep it coming. (laughs) Danny, that's a great impersonation of one of my favorite actors. And good questions. As you just heard in this episode, I did reach out to Joe Wonderler, who was not eager to speak to me, but I, I will try again. I do reach out in a number of different ways, sometimes to a family member, sometimes via email. And I'm very open and honest saying, look, 
we do this podcast. We also continue our predator investigations. If there is something you want to tell me, I would like to know. And I would also like to know how your life has been since you surfaced in one of the investigations. I want to know the process you went through, whether you are bitter at me, whether you are bitter at law enforcement, whether you did a deep dig into your own psyche, and what conclusions did you get from that? How did you get better if you got better? And what do you say to other people who are online right now contemplating a visit with somebody who's underage? I have always said that if you can get into the mind of a predator, you can better understand how it works and better protect people from becoming victims. But also, I think it's important that we have this discussion about what we do in society. You've heard therapists on this podcast talk about treatment talk about recidivism and I think by continuing this discussion we can help these guys and certainly protect our kids which is really the reason we do it Danny thank you and thank you for the compliment on the future projects And thank you for ordering cameos for this upcoming holiday season. I appreciate that. You can find me on Cameo. You can find me on YouTube at Have a Seat with Chris Hansen. We just posted a news story this week on the Sherry Papini case. You can always reach me at Chris at PredatorPodcast.com. True Blue, my new crime streaming network. Working very hard at that was shooting over the weekend in L.A. Will premiere in the fall. I will chat with you next week. In the meantime, I will be watching and listening.